Chapter four, building your support team. Although it can sometimes come across as cliche, there's a good reason why we often see the main character of a story assemble a team to assist them in fulfilling their quest. This approach to problem solving involves bringing several folks together, each with unique roles and contributions critical to fulfillment of the mission. Assembling such a team is something that can be done in real life as well. You'll learn to do so in this chapter. Finding a mentor. In many ways, the main character in many stories, <laughs> the main character has a mentor who they can turn to for guidance, support, and encouragement. This archetype has appeared in storytelling over centuries and can be found in our everyday lives. All mentors have certain qualities in common and at the same time are unique from one another. Take a look at these mentors and how in personality and practice they're both similar and different in the ways that they assist the main characters of any story. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Yoda from Star Wars, Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid, Dumbledore from Harry Potter, Charles Xavier from X-Men, Miranda Bailey from Grey's Anatomy. If you're familiar with any of these examples, you'll know that mentors aren't perfect or without their own struggles. However, they do carry about them a certain air of wisdom. They've been on adventures of their own and have returned with advice and knowledge to pass on to others. There are two different types of mentors you can seek out in real life. A hands-on mentor, this is someone that you'll interact with on a regular basis, and a hands-off mentor, this is someone you don't know personally, but they've made their wisdom available for you and others to acquire. Finding a hands-on mentor. A hands-on mentor can be someone that you meet with in person. Thanks to the internet, this can also be someone that you interact with through email, chat, social media, or even Skype. A hands-on mentor can help you on your journey by sharing resources that provide additional support and encouragement, sharing resources related to transitioning if you end up needing them, sharing stories of challenges that they encountered and how they got through them, sharing stories of their successes and what they did to make them happen, sharing their fears and helping to normalize the ones that you are having, offering advice when you ask for it, challenging you to step out of your comfort zone. How to find a hands-on mentor. Please place a check mark next to any of the following suggestions that you can see yourself following up on. Or for you, I would just make a note in your journal. Okay, so conduct a search for pride centers in your state or country to see if they have resources for support groups where you can find a mentor. Conduct a search for gender identity centers in your state or country to see if they have support groups where you can find a mentor. Use your favorite social media outlets to reach out to individuals that you admire. Seek out message boards that relate to your specific gender identity questions and pay attention to who offers advice and guidance on the boards. Reach out to them either individually or on the message board itself. Seek out blogs that speak to you and send a message to the blogger to see if they'd be interested in mentoring you. Seek out video blogs that speak to you and send a message to the blogger to see if they'd be interested in mentoring you. Find a therapist in your area that you can work with. Try to find one who has experience working with transgender, non-binary, gender diverse, and gender questioning individuals. Keep in mind that a therapist will have strict boundaries in place when it comes to the relationship that will limit the type and frequency of interaction that you can have with them. Seek out establishments in your area where you have a higher chance of encountering persons who can relate to what you're going through. Ask around, either in person or online, to see if anyone knows of a person who could help provide mentorship to you. How to approach a possible hands-on mentor. One, 
Be assertive during your search. This will be hard for some of you who have a more reserved disposition. There are always exceptions to the rule, but in most cases, a mentor isn't going to seek you out. You will need to put yourself out there and make your needs known. Two, be clear during your search. Have in mind what it is you hope a mentor can help you with and make this clearer when you begin to contact potential mentors. Three, be patient with your search. You may get turned down several times before you meet the right mentor and don't give up. Just like any other relationship, it can take time to find one that really works for you. Four, be willing to offer something in return. Although the hope would be that you could find someone to offer mentorship at no cost, it's a good idea from the start to offer something in return. In some cases, this will be money, but you could also provide compensation in creative ways as well. Offer to take them to coffee or a meal, or to share a service that you are skilled at, such as tech, graphic design, home maintenance, house cleaning, or accounting. Let them know that you value their time and that you're willing to pay for their service can increase the chances of them saying yes. Be respectful of their time. If someone is doing this for you at no monetary cost, be sure to have a discussion from the start to set boundaries about how often you will be in communication with each other. Create a contract, if need be, that you both can sign, even if it's informal. This will prevent your mentor from burning out and keeps you with a mentor. Remember, they are only human. If your mentor hasn't been trained how to provide mentorship, you'll need to cut them some slack. They might not always have the right answer for you, They might get irritable or impatient at times or go through a period where they need to take a break. The more understanding you show, the more likely they'll stick with you for the long haul. Okay, finding a hands-off mentor. A hands-off mentor is someone that you won't be interacting with on an individual or personal basis unless, of course, you're lucky enough to meet them at a conference or a convention. There are several benefits to finding a hands-off mentor as opposed to having one in person. If you're a more independent type of person, studying the ways of others can give you the mentor's wisdom while not actually having to engage with someone. Since you are learning from your mentor through self-study, it is completely on your schedule. You won't have to wait for someone else to respond to you when you need them. If you live in an isolated area where you aren't able to connect with a hands-on mentor in person, you can always find hands-off mentors through books, blogs, videos, etc. For those who are especially uncomfortable with interpersonal communication, it eases you into the world of others who can relate to what you're going through without having to interact with them. There's none of the awkwardness or potential letdown that can come from negotiating boundaries, communication mishaps, drama, etc. You can have as many hands-off mentors as you want. How to find a hands-off mentor. Please place a check mark next to any of the following suggestions that you can see yourself following up on. For you, I would just mark it down in your journal. Okay. Find people you can follow on YouTube. Be sure to pick those who update fairly regularly or at least have posted enough videos for you to get through a lot of it if they've already stopped posting. Find persons that you can follow on Tumblr, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Snapchat, etc. Listen to podcasts that pertain to what you are experiencing. Find books that were written by people who have gone through or are going through what you're experiencing, particularly positive ones that you can relate to. Find bloggers and or writers to follow. Research well-known persons whose stories you admire and study their gender exploration journeys. Musicians, models, filmmakers, politicians, actresses or actors. Making the best of having a hands-off mentor. 
Try not to get overwhelmed. There's a big world out there with many folks you could potentially use as hands-off mentor. It's okay to start with a broad search and then continue to fine-tune it as you discover which words and phrases help narrow down your search. Make a list of three to five possible candidates and then do research on each one. Keep all of them if you want or trim it down to just one, whatever works best for you. Make it engaging. You might enjoy having a daily or a weekly routine in which you set aside time to learn or seek information from that mentor. What matters is that you feel like they are actually a part of your life to guide and support you with just the right story, quote, or message. Engage with them regularly. Since you won't actually be interacting with this person, you'll need to have other ways of keeping them a part of your life. Hang up pictures of them, use post-its to display their inspiring quotes, listen to their recordings while you drive, while going for a walk, when you need to pick me up, talk to others who admire them, aka fans. As long as you pick someone who will be a healthy influence on you, there's nothing wrong with getting excited about having them in your life. Hands-on or hands-off mentors, or both, can be great additions to your support system. Take some time to explore both options and see what would be best fit for you. Filling in the rest of your team. Having either one or several mentors with you on your journey is a key component to your success. However, it's unlikely that one person will have all of the talents, skills, and abilities needed to get to tackle this challenge with you. The goal of this exercise is for you to brainstorm who else you can add to your team and what steps it takes to find them. Tips for putting together your team. You can search for all of them at once or just one at a time. You can also have more than one of each kind of team member. Everyone is different when it comes to the type of team that they need, so follow your gut on this one. You can start a small team now and then add people to it later or have a bigger team that you make smaller later. Your journey is going to change course over time, so your team will more than likely need to change as well. If you are socially and or geographically isolated, use the concept of having a hands-off mentor and apply it to the formation of your team. If finding in-person team members is unrealistic right now, you can use fictional characters to fill those roles. You can engage with these characters through visualization, writing exercises, or other creative methods. Sorry. (laughs) There's no right or wrong way to go about forming your team as long as you keep in mind the main goal. For you to have companionship on your journey. Finding your team members. Some of these tips are the same as when you're looking for a mentor. So think about family members who could be a part of your team. This includes extended family and chosen family. Think about those in your friends or acquaintance group who could be part of your team. Think about everyone you encounter on a regular basis. Teachers, coaches, pastors, bosses, coworkers, local business owners, employees that you see regularly, bartenders. Could any of them be a part of your team? Do a search for pride, LGBTQ, or gender identity centers in your state. See if they have support groups where you can find team members. Use your favorite social media outlets and reach out to individuals you admire. Seek out message boards, video blogs, written blogs, find a therapist in your area. Seek out establishments in your area where you have a higher chance of encountering persons who can relate to what you're experiencing. Putting together your team. Your team will consist of the following members. The mentor, the comic relief, the tough love friend, the cheerleader, the problem solver, the good listener, and the sidekick. I would write that one down. 
So, the mentor. After completing this last exercise, you should have someone in mind for this, or perhaps you have already found someone. Who's going to be your mentor? Write that down. The comic relief. Self-discovery is not for the faint of heart. You're going to need someone who will be there for you when you need to laugh and make, take things not so seriously. This person can point out when you need to take a break, relax, and have some fun. Do you already know someone who can be your comic relief? Write that down. If you don't know someone who can be your comic relief, where can you go in search of them? The tough love friend. This is the person who will always be direct and honest with you. They have no bullcrap policy and won't hesitate to tell you the truth, even though it'll be hard for you to hear. The key is that they speak from a place of caring. They truly want the best for you. They show you that they care by recognizing how hard it must be to have them point out the truth and continuing to patiently stand by you as you work through your challenges. You may leave a conversation with them feeling sore and weary, but like a deep tissue, deep tissue massage, you know you needed to go through it to become healthier. Do you already know someone who can be your tough love friend? Write that down. If you don't, where can you go in search of them? The cheerleader. The cheerleader is someone who will be an uplifting, positive person in your life. They will try to get you to see the bright side of things and remind you of how awesome you are. They will have un unwavering faith in you, tell you repeatedly how much they enjoy and appreciate you, and that they can't believe everyone else in the world doesn't feel the same way. They remind you of how you deserve better in your life. They will do this for you even if they're having a bad day or if they have a lot going on in their own life. In fact, you might need to keep an eye out on this for them so they don't burn themselves out being your cheerleader. They love knowing this is the role they play in your life. The cheerleader can also help provide a balance to the role of your tough love friend. Do you already know someone who can be your cheerleader? Write that down. If you don't know, where can you go in search of them? The problem solver. This is the team member you turn to when you need someone resourceful, organized, or detail-oriented to help you move forward the next step of your journey. Although this team member is not the best at listening, they are excellent at being put to work. Give them a task to get to the bottom of, and they will delight in doing so for you. For example, if you haven't formed your entire team yet, ask your problem solver where you can go in search of them, and they'll come up with a list of websites, clubs, or organizations for you to start with. You may not take every bit of advice from your problem solver, but chances are you will end up using enough of it to make this person an essential part of your team. The good listener. The good listener does just that. They quietly listen. They won't try to offer advice or try to fix things for you or tell you what you want to hear or trash talk whoever is upsetting you. They share space with you compassionately, attentively, kindly, and without judgment. After talking with them, you'll have a feeling of, wow, thank you. I feel better being able to get all of that off my chest. The good listener is of great benefit to someone who enjoys processing things out loud and can come to their own conclusions by doing so. It's like writing in a journal or talking to yourself, but with a flesh and blood human there to keep you company while you do. The sidekick. This team member always has your back without fail. They have strong opinions about those who hurt you and are unapologetic when it comes to how protective they are of you. Their enthusiasm for your well-being may be overwhelming at times, but their consistent loyalty to you makes it well worth it. Although this unwavering devotion may sound a lot like the cheerleader, the sidekick is going to have more of an edge to them. For example, if someone upsets you, the cheerleader might say, don't listen to them. They're taking their own crap on you. You're awesome. The sidekick would be more likely to say, what? 
Where are they? I'll kick their butt. Making the best of having a support team. Keep this list handy so you can turn to it easily when in need. Be open, in, be open to listing someone more than once if they're able to take on more than one role. Tell the people on this list that they are on your team and which role they represent. Chances are that they'll feel flattered and will take their responsibility as that team member quite seriously. Remember to thank your team members for being a part of your journey. Sometimes your team members might need a break or will even ask to be released from the team. Although this may be difficult to hear, it's important that you respect their boundaries and give them the time and space that they request. You are more than likely a team member for someone else in your life or will be at some point in the future. Think about which team member you would be and see that as a unique strength that you have to offer others. Use this idea of building a support team in such a way that makes the most sense for you and your journey. Be open to changing your team along the way based upon your needs and the needs of the team.